Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hey, C-Dub, Bobby, you know it's Sunday, so that means we in the building today doing a live stream talking about the Bears' first week of free agency. And Dr. Foreman says, I came here to try to be the guy. We're going to break that all down, talk about it and more right after. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, we've had an interesting week of free agency. Ryan Post has gotten to work, bro, and it ain't done. The work ain't done yet. But I want to talk to you guys overall right now. How are you feeling after the first week of free agency for the Chicago Bears? Man, uh, I would say that I'm just overblowing it, but I feel really good. Man, I'm comfortable at where we sit right now. There's more moves to be made, uh, but with all the deals that – that uh all the people that he signed at free agency, he just made the Bears more well-off. It didn't make them bad. It didn't make them worse. It made the Bears well-off for the next season. You got a receiver to help Justin Fields. You pretty much sold up the linebacker core, at least the starting linebacker core. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got to get – we got you got a little piece on the defensive line that's definitely going to contribute. Uh, we got a backup for Justin Fields, it looked like. Hey, man. He, he he did his thing in the first in the first wave of the free agency, man. And I'm looking forward to see what else he brings to the Chicago Bears team. Oh, enough, Bobby. Bro. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling real good, man. The man is making strategic plays. He's not just out here giving people deals that don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? He could have paid Roquan, but he said, now nah, instead of paying Roquan, I'm going to go get two solid linebackers to help out my linebacking core for years to come because these guys is young. But they got years of experience and they very, very talented. He addressed a few positions here and there. He did not overpay for Orlando Brown, so we good. And the man got Justin Fields a backup to where you don't have to really switch up the scheme. You and, and the guy's a competent backup. One of the best, uh, one of the best plays that DJ Moore had last year came from PJ Walker. So shout out to that. And then another thing that's been coming out, man, is all these players saying, Hell yeah, I want to play with Justin Fields. So bro, guess what? Bro, yes. so guess what, Shady McCoy? Shut your dumb ass up. Oh, bro. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love that, bro. What I will say is this, man. Uh, as far as the linebacker core, just a little interesting tidbit. Our whole entire projected starting li- linebacker core is all only making four million more than than Roquan Smith. That's crazy. Wow. That's, wow. That's crazy, right? Wow. Yes, right, folks. So like when you when you when you when I, I understand, you know, there's some Bears fans that are still pessimistic about the Chicago Bears team. But like like we've been telling you guys, everything ain't going to get solved this offseason. We definitely need one thing that we can't walk away is not making drastic improvements on the offensive line. We made one signing there. We got more to come, hopefully in the draft or whatever else happens. But the but the revamp linebacking core, I love it. You know what I love it more with when you actually because I've been kind of looking at the linebacker core as just a linebacking core. But when you look at that added to the secondary we've already had in the skill set of that secondary, bro, this is going to be a net. Like, it's going to get into the, to the second uh, part of our of our defense, bro. That's it. it people finna get hit. They finna get hit hard. And we're going to have a lot of people who attack the football. Getting yards after the catch against the Chicago Bears is about to be hard next season. 
thing. I'm oh, with you. bro, good Cause, point. Because Jermaine Evans ranked number one in coverage as a linebacker. Yes. Now you got that already added to a defensive backfield that helped the Bears be top 10 in pass coverage. Come on, bro. It's going yeah. up. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And I would say Tremaine Edmonds got a, you know, Roquan Smith, he's a he's a good player. Uh, he makes a, a ton of tackles. But when it comes to splash plays, like uh, making fumbles and tackles for loss, uh, Tremaine Edmonds is, is clearing him in that aspect. Uh, I just want to talk about an under the radar. This is the everybody excited for DJ Moore. I think Nate Davis might be the best uh, acquisition that we got. A lot of people saying that this guy is the best, was the best guard in football last year. I think that guy is going to come in and, and, and help that offensive line so tremendously. He's going to be off the radar, one of the best con uh, additions to this team. For sure. Fair enough. I'm going to take um, it. Is Hayes froze? Yep. He Hayes froze, froze again. <laughs> uh oh, froze on. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, but hey, it could be one of the best ones. But I, I mean, uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the Nate Davis sign, signing up there. If, mm -hmm. if we going with the ones, I'm gonna say uh, DJ Moore first, Tremaine Edmonds, and then Nate Davis. If we was gonna rate him anywhere, at least that's how I'm viewing it. Because yeah. DJ Moore, because we seen what happened when you can get a young quarterback a solid number one. You know yep. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So. I think if we was going to rank them, I'll go DJ Moore, Tremaine Edmonds, and then Nate Davis if we was going to rate on that. Did you rank in the free, free agent acquisition? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Where you where you rating TJ Edwards in there? I probably – I like what he brings to the game. Uh, I, I, I would still put him after Nate Davis, though. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Now, Tremaine Edmonds has already talked about wanting to uphold the legacy of Chicago Bears Bro. linebackers, man. Listen. One thing you got to understand when you come to the Chicago Bears, the tradition of the linebacking core that we have here, and do you think that – I know right now he hasn't played a single game. When it's all said and done, do we look at Tremaine Edmonds as another great Chicago Bears linebacker? Oh, man, he definitely has the talent to do so and the ability. This, this guy is a freak. First of all, he's gigantic at 6'5", 250 oh, pounds, <laughs> can run like a fucking stallion. Dude. This dude has the opportunity, but don't you dare overlook my guy, Jack Sanborn. Don't y'all do it. <laughs> don't do it. I'm telling you. You know, it would be if, if Jack Sanborn still ends up with the linebackers that we added, he still ends up wowing and being shining as a linebacker. That just shows what Ryan Poles and the depth he goes into in free agency. Like, that's crazy. But uh, I love it right now. Another thing that came out after this is uh, Dante Foreman. Came out and said, I came here to try to be the guy. I put on a poll up on uh, Chicago Bears Central on the YouTube, and I asked uh, the Bears fans if they who they think being the running back one, Khalil Herbert or Dante Foreman. Uh, the, the vote was almost all overwhelmingly uh, Khalil Herbert. I said, Matt, Khalil Herbert. But how you guys feeling about Dante Foreman and him saying he came here to be the guy? I want to hear nephew, nephew, before I go. I think it's going <clears throat> for me, first and foremost, what else the fuck you supposed to say? Because <laughs> yeah. if I'm me, I'm coming in, I'm a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When we do NBA Central, come on here, do all our shows, I'm trying to debate the best. And I know y'all feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? So when you come into that locker room, you're going to say, look, I know Khalil Herbert good, but I'm still <clears throat> trying to be the man. What you mean? Facts. And Khalil Facts. Herbert should go ahead and take that in and you use that 
to make yourself better, but also push him to be better. I think the competition is simply just going to come down who can, because we know both of them can run. We know now what's going to come down to it for me is if Khalil Herbert can get better in pass blocking and get better in the pass game. That's what it's going to come down to for me. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I wanted to hear you say that first. Uh, they say the deficiency of uh, Khalil Herbert or one of his weaknesses is the uh, pass protection. Mm-hmm. But when running, you know, he's he's on top of his game. I think he was a little bit better than David Montgomery last year. Um, I would say I get a nod to Khalil Herbert if it was a competition. I like what Mr. Foreman said. You got to have that confidence, just like nephew said. Hey, man, I'm coming to be the best that I can be to contribute to this team. And if that's being the number one running back, that's what it is. But if I was to make my choice, I would give it to uh, Khalil Herbert. Let's see if he can improve. He's still a young guy. He's still a young guy. He's still got stuff to learn. So what if he improved in that pass protection? That's fair. That's fair. I mean, Khalil Herbert is still young, too. He can he can develop now. I will say he, I don't think I've seen much from him to have too high hopes of him developing as a pass blocker. But where do things has happened? This is professional uh-huh. sports. You never know uh, how players are going to turn out and what they're going to add and be able to develop in their game. But um, one of the things for me and just Dr. Foreman comes in and regardless of who starts, who, whatever it does, like at this point, it doesn't matter. They both about to get a lot of attempts. They about to get a lot of carries. That's true. And I, I look at Foreman and what he's able to do and how it's going to complement the, the, not only Khalil Herbert, but also Justin Fields. And then when you look at also incorporating DJ Moore and Chase Claypool in the running game as well, we already seen Lugetti incorporate Claypool in the running game. I'm just saying this. We need some work to do on the offensive line. Do not get me wrong on that. But when you talk about not necessarily positionless football, we, we see some positionless players, but we about to be able to throw a lot of looks. If Luke Getze don't get creative this season, I'm going to have tons of questions. But we can get real creative with how we use our offense. And you know what? I was going to ask you guys the next question that I was going to bring up was who do you think is the most underrated signing? And I'm going to start it off. Robert uh, Tanyan, okay. be prepared oh, yeah. for him to be an X factor. Oh, for yeah. the Chicago Bears, I'm looking at what he does and how he's maximized on his opportunities. Not a lot of them, and coming in as the second tight end. Don't be surprised if we literally see him get about eight touchdowns this season. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that eight touchdowns, so, bro. Uh, I'm a I'm a go again with Nate Davis. Uh, okay. uh, like last year, uh, that uh defensive tackles was all in Justin Fields' face on basically every third down. Nate Davis got that. Um, they're talking about Nate Davis might have been the best uh, guard last year in football. Let's see what uh, what uh, less pressure from that side of the offensive line is going to do for Justin Fields. I'm just I'm just I just think this is going to be really big for the Chicago Bears is Nate Davis. Um, I'm okay. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna uh, those two good picks. Hayes, I'm gonna size with you on this with uh, Tanya because uh, me personally, I was just viewing it like should have because I know. Ryan Griffin, he wasn't it, and I can't even remember the other tight end, you know what I'm saying? But uh, when it came to free agency, they had Mike Gusecki out there who was with the Dolphins. I thought he was really good, but he sucked at, uh, you know, blocking. pass blocking, exactly. And then you go and get Robert Tanya, who literally had limited snaps and was still to have an impact, yes. an impact within the game. Yeah. And I think that now you got to worry about the white rhino on another end. And if you run a two tight end set, like how the Patriots used to do it with – uh. Aaron Hernandez and Gronk, not saying that those two guys could be like that, but though that combination of a two tight end set was deadly, especially off play action. Now you Brady. just you now did you just say Aaron Hernandez and Deadly in the same set? <laughs> 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 
He's doing a little bit better than that, brother. Like that, that was a hell of a bar. Clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up. My boy, my boy dropped a, dun- a double entendre all on the table <laughs> like it was nothing. Like, Rest in peace, that man, man. Yeah, that's wild. All right, so. Talking about that offensive line, though. So right now, our projected starting offensive line with what Ryan Posey said, Braxton Jones at left tackle, Cody Whitehair left guard, Lucas Patrick center, Nate Davis uh, right guard, Tevin Jenkins right tackle. You could flip Cody Whitehair and Lucas Patrick. Now, we, we've been saying for a long time, a lot of Bears fans saying as well, we need to do some work in an offensive line. Just the fact that Sam Mustafer's name was not just announcing what I said is a benefit in the, in the line improving. Oh, but how do you guys feel about this line right now? Uh, how big of an acquisition do you think the Bears need to still go out uh, after either be it in draft or free agency to add to this offensive line? I would say uh, it, it's starting to look good, starting to look promising, but it still needs some work done. I want a couple young kids to get in here and learn uh, some very good kids because you can get them in like, you know, uh, like the fourth fourth round and up. You know what I'm saying? You get some kids that can get in there and, and probably play and play well for the Chicago Bears. But I'm going to say good. It's getting better, but we still ain't finished building. So it's incomplete. Incomplete. I, mean, I agree with that. Me me personally, I'd rather – y'all know I'm high on John Michael Schmitz. I, I believe – I don't want to see Lucas Patrick and Cody White here at the center. Um, and I also feel like you can go after another right tackle. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Tevin J- uh, Jenkins is good on the inside – so let him take left guard. You get uh, Nate yes. Davis on the right guard. You go get you a young right tackle, whether that's Paris Johnson or whatever, and then you get you a, a young center. Now we got that combination we've been looking for. The, you got a young vet in Braxton Jones, some older vets at the guard, you know, at the right guard, young, and then you got some rookies. Let these guys all grow with Justin Fields on a, so we can run this thing for years to come. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that. I, 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 I think – we're gonna get an offensive line in the draft. Offensive lineman in the draft. I like. I, I look at Lucas Patrick and Cody Whitehair, and I and I look at them both, and I say, like, as veteran pieces on this team to help come in, bring some competition. I don't necessarily mind them, but I do think ultimately one of them are gonna be gone because I do think we're gonna go offensive lineman in the draft. So if you had to pick between Lucas Patrick, who just could not stay healthy uh, uh, last year with that hand, uh, I'm sure his wife did not appreciate that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> with that being said, if you had to pick between Lucas Patrick and Cody Whitehair to keep on this team, how'd you who who you pick? Oh, that's tough. Keep uh, you keep White. Well, I got to. I just keep Whitehair. Now, I mean, money not included. Like Whitehair was a, 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 a Pro Bowler. As a center, mm-hmm. this was four years ago, so he probably and Lucas Patrick. Like the fact that like you came back from injury and got hurt near. What did he play? Four snaps before he got yeah, hurt after yeah. from injury. Mad as Bro, hell. That's crazy. <laughs> like, mad as hell. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So I don't want to bet on that. Um, and I look at like the depth that you can go after. Uh, now speaking of, we just got a deal announced. Laramie Tunsil was signed a contract extension for three years, seventy-five million dollars with the Texans. Mm. Good for them, um, bro. Good for them. <laughs> Thirty million dollars signing bonus. Damn. Fifty million fully, fifty million fully guaranteed. Damn. Thirty on the signing bonus. Yeah, they give these, they giving these offensive linemen that bad. Damn. Offensive linemen getting paid oh, this offseason. And Ryan Poles looked at that and said, hey, don't worry. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> don't pay no attention to that shit. Hey, you know, I was wondering if you would be interested in coming to the Chicago. You said they offered you. Oh, yeah, bro. Just say over. Yes, they are. Don't even worry. Oh, we ain't, we ain't waste I, time, I, would, I would even do you like that. Congratulations. Time, <laughs> 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 All 
Right. So when you look at like this team, the improvements that they made, still got a lot of work to do. Draft coming up. Uh, second wave of free agency. Do you see the Bears being uh, active in the second wave of free agency? Do you think maybe some minor deals? Or do you think that Ryan Poles maybe has made the majority of his big moves in free agency? He's going to wait till the draft and maybe fill in uh, some veterans that are around at that point after that. How you guys feel? Oh, I definitely think uh, we got the bulk of what uh, of our major additions early in the um, NBA, NFL free agency. I think any, if any moves going to come, it's going to be very minor. I think most of the uh, next moves is going to come in a draft. It'd be that trading or just obviously drafting the players. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think we got pretty much the lion's share in a, in the early part of the NFL uh, free agency. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I don't think too. I don't think much gonna happen within the. You know, I think it's just gonna be uh, just some depth pieces here and there. And I'm kind of wondering what what's going on. Is the Bears in talks with the uh, Yannick? What's the name? Nguake? Yeah, it seems like that maybe. I read some things that that, that he could be, and I I tell you what. If he if he brings him in, I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, because I still I still feel like if the Bears gonna go with the rookie edge, I still feel like on the opposite end it should be like a veteran at least, and, and not a Alquanda Muhammad type either. <laughs> so oh, we yeah. need to go ahead and see what's to it, man. Oh, you think they going rookie edge? So if Jalen Carter don't fall down there, you think it's I think they, I, I think they eventually gonna get it probably in the later rounds. Me honestly, I'm leaning that the first pick, the number nine, is gonna be offensive lineman. That's how I'm looking. That that I'm leaning more towards that. Like we know anything can happen, but I feel like that's especially like uh Hayes, you did the, the daily, you talked about like the some of the displeasure and all the stuff that came out about Jalen Carter and coming in overweight, not having the motor, showing you know, but some people might be like, bro, he was going through some legal troubles, his mind wasn't right. We're gonna give another shot. That's why the Bears and you know invited him in for a visit. So we just yeah. we we don't know what those conversations are like, but you know what I'm saying? You that like hey said that was his job interview and he kind of blew it <laughs> so yeah hey hey uh, yeah, yeah. but but this this narrative on Jalen Carter bro he's a young guy we talked about this before man he's a young guy he made a mistake yeah. uh when they want to say that he doesn't have a high motor but I would go and I'm sure it, it wouldn't be any uh contest contest that he was the best player on Georgia's national championship team last year he was the best player so there are definitely some people that will argue. It's some people that argue. Who? There's some, there's some people that will, ever, that will absolutely argue. Yeah, yeah. I think he was the I best player, bro. Jalen Carter. Uh, that's fair. But I, but to be fair and to be on both sides, it's not like the motor concern just popped. Like motor concern has been yes. like, probably his biggest concern since high school. Yes. is his motor and, and and drive to play football. So again, if he falls to the Bears at nine, considering he's still rated as a potential generational talent. I just, yeah. I just don't know, man. The the one thing that I'd be con completely worried about is that you go with him, and then one a player goes below him that maybe doesn't have as high as a ceiling, but has a higher floor and just has that motor and just goes oh, right. and maximizes on their potential. But still, you you gotta as a as a GM and uh, and running a front office, you kind of have to weigh your options there because if he does Which. hit and if you can bring him into your system, if you if he buys into the culture that we're building here, Matt Eberflus guides him and things like that. Maybe those motor and those drive concerns goes away. I'm with you on that. Because it's still a tough decision, you know what I'm saying? Because we all know that the draft is really – the draft is pretty much banking on people because sometimes you will be like, man, this guy got talent, then that guy sometimes just won't pan out. But you never know. This man could fall past nine, and then he he feel like he was, you know, spited or, you know, slighted or whatever and come out and dominate. 
So you never know. Yeah. He does have the ability. My goodness. He carries human beings and dances and celebrates. Bro, he's definitely one of those people that, that you can see walking around carrying a damn roof. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, you need you need me to move the refrigerator? Don't you worry about it. I got you. You don't, you don't need a dollar? No, I got you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's that Samoa lifestyle. Boy. Super human, bro. Now, one of the signings that we had is Demarcus Walker. And I know we were talking about Edge bringing in another player. Yannick could possibly be there now. Demarcus Walker is a defensive lineman. He's played on yes. the edge. He's played defensive tackle. Um, With what we have, it, it's kind of hard because we know we're probably going to go after the defensive lineman in the draft. Do you think he's going to play edge? Do you think he's going to play tackle? Where do you think he's going to line up for the Bears at least initially? I think he'll uh, line up on the edge uh, initially. Okay. Um, I think I'm still in the thought that they're going to get some some big guys in the middle to, to run the defensive tackle. So I think he'd be mostly uh, playing on the edge and also tutoring the young guys, especially a, probably a young player we get on the edge. He's going to be like the, the veteran leader of that squad. Me personally, I see him a better fit in the inside because his bull rush, his bull rush is strong. He had that bull rush. Yeah. And uh, the, when he was with the Titans, they ran a lot of stunts with him in the inside. And he was very successful in getting pressure and all that stuff. I think he'd be a better fit going inside. I do like the versatility, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And we need it. I mean, when you look at what the Bears currently have right now, uh, Justin Jones, we know he's going to be on the inside. You still got uh, Travis Gibson, Dominique Robinson. Having having Walker there and his versatility to play on the inside, on outside, on the defensive line, it kind of frees you up in on what you need to do in the draft, right? Because if you do end up getting a great edge, you're cool. Right. You boom, you move him on the inside. You end up getting a, a, a someone on the inside, boom, you move him to edge. He can really line up in either spot, and not just in fact of being able to line up in either spot. He can play both effectively. That's yeah. the difference. There's a lot of people who can play a lot of positions, but, but aren't necessarily exactly. equally effective in, in the positions they play. He's going to be like Walker's going to get to the quarterback, period. Okay. He's going to get to the quarterback. Right. He's going to put pressures on the quarterback. No matter where you put him up, he has the nice com- combination of speed and strength where he you don't have to worry about him. And I love having pieces like that on any team where you just you don't have to worry about him. And that's what he's going to bring to this team. Oh, bro. When you think about the stars we got on this team or uh, possible stars, you could Brisker, look at Kyler Gordon show Sparks, you know, Eddie Jackson. I heard somebody said that Eddie Jackson and Eddie Jackson wasn't having a tour. He was having a Pro Bowl year before he got injured last year. So Eddie Jackson, you got Jalen Johnson, which I'm not high on too much. Y'all know this since all last season. (laughs) Uh, and, and then talk about the linebackers, all three of them. We got right, some stars, yeah. dude. It's just that first level yeah. now. Let's get it. Let's get some stars on that first level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ryan Poles addresses these trenches, man. We're going we gonna to be talking about when we get a win-loss prediction. Go man, ahead, I'm just saying, like, I know it's too early, but this season is going to be very, very interesting, especially with uh my man that be on drugs in Green Bay leaving. So, hey. so. It's busting, y'all. I'm glad you it's said busting, that. It's busting, y'all. Yeah, I, I still, I still got the Detroit Lions to be feared. You know what I'm saying? But the best, the, the, as long as they're in the conversation or in the hunt in November, to me, that's a win. Bro, I'm glad you said that, nephew. Cause this weekend I was getting drunk with a lot of Green Bay die hard fans, <laughs> and, and they was. Is this, is this your king? Yes. <laughs> is this your king? Fresh, fresh off of Memphis, right here. <laughs> Keep it going, bro. Like, and they was definitely. Oh, they are heartbroken. And you know what they trying to do? 
he asked me, who you think going to the Super Bowl? I said, Kansas City, and I don't know in the NFC. He said, man, the Chicago Bears. I'm wow. like, don't even try. Don't you <laughs> even try. <laughs> Not, uh-uh. Don't try to reel me in right now. Joe, they are so down right now. It was my best night yesterday. I had the greatest time of my life. <laughs> this man. The greatest time. You, bro. The, fact, the fact that you were drinking with cheese heads. I got you. <laughs> I'm going oh, to let you live right now. I'm going to let you live right now. Swifty in the building. Hey. Swift Sports uh, Network in this mug says, love it. Time to take the North. We got to, bro. Yeah. Got to take. Got to take the North. Got to take it. Hey, man. It's looking bright. I'm just all I'm going to say. I'm gonna yeah. I gotta remain even keel. Can't be too thirsty. But once uh, it's time to play football for week one, it's time to play football. To yeah, and you know, all all we had a pretty fun season, winning three games. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just. Well, now now imagine what this about to be like if we win in games. Oh my goodness, bro! What? Hey, they about to be sick of. Hey, bro, what? We just gotta make sure everybody ain't drunk at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to do that. Y'all know I'm I'll good. be drunk. I was good for one Her of the games. Says, hey, my dad is a Packers fan. I gotta leave with live with cheese heads. You need that's, to move out. That's you need tough. to move out immediately. That's that's, that's tough, Smear. I couldn't imagine me and my dad had teams. Our favorite teams were rivals. I would have poisoned him. He that. told me I need to poison. What, bro? That's bro, that's crazy. Them motherfuckers crazy. They were like, bro, you got Jalen Hurts, then you got Justin Fields. I was like, damn, y'all need to call. They were just trying to bump my head up. It was so funny and sorry. At they were time. trying to get you into a sense of false. Yeah. They were about to take, oh, they about to kidnap you. <laughs> and land, bro. I'm careful. glad you got up out of there, fam. Careful, I don't trust no cheese heads, bro. <laughs> like, I look at people different. There are a couple of fans that I look at different. Cowboys fans, Packers fans. And freaking uh, New York Knicks fans, I look at y'all different. It's <laughs> just different. For real though, you got to. You tell me you a Knicks fan? I'm not drinking with you unless I pour the drink. I don't care. <laughs> Hell no, you ain't finna spike That's my crazy. man drink. Fuck wrong with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the real. Oh man, y'all got anything left though before we get up out of here, fam? Hey man, I hey man, just I'm just looking for. I am so excited about this upcoming season, bro. Y'all stay in tune, man. Uh Chicago Bears Central going straight to the moon, and it's all because of y'all, man. We appreciate all the love y'all been giving us so far, bro. For sure. Absolutely, um, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely appreciate all y'all, man. My final thoughts is hey, we still got some time, man. We bro, we in March. We'll play, play until September, <laughs> bro. We and we still got a month before the draft. Yes. Right? Oh, sorry as hell. This is crazy, man. <laughs> but hey, it's busted. So thank y'all, man. Keep tuning in. It's gonna be a fun off season, but uh, even more litter. It's gonna be litty like a titty in September. Hey. Oh, can you say titty? Listen, for I ain't, I ain't saying F no other channels, but all I know is that they stole our nickname for the White Rhino. I don't appreciate that. I'm just gonna oh, leave that bro. Long, bro. Bro, the Bears just made Cario Santos the highest paid kicker in the league. What? I'm just fucking with you. Bro. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> Wait, did he get froze like that? Come on, dog. <laughs> what the fuck? What? You just gave me a light heart attack, bro. <laughs> That's funny. Is he still on the team, bro? Yeah, he uh I don't he know, the team. Bro, but he about to wear number that's eight. That's crazy. He gave me number two. That's up. funny. 
Bro, like, <laughs> see, Dale was about to take off that. He was about to rip that bear. Ryan Pose, bro, come on now. Look at this man, bro. His job is to kick the ball, Joe. He can't even kick the bro, damn why ball. Why do you hate that man so much, bro? bro? Why do you hate Cario Santos so much? Oh, he missed how many? How many extra points he missed last season, bro? How many games he costed us last season, bro? How many times he kicked the ball out of bounds last season and gave the other team critical field position to take a game from us? He is a sorry ass kicker. He's not an athlete. Get his ass off the field. Man, uh, he look, had a good man. first season last year. It was a downfall, man. Man, man, Joe, you gotta. Man. I love how I know how to trigger C Dub, bro. That was hilarious, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's been good vibes the whole stream. He was literally ready to say, <laughs> he was done with it, bro. But we, we love you guys so much, man. Make sure y'all support the guys over at Shy uh, Bulls Podcast with the, with the Cognac Boys. You can support me as well over at Chicago Bulls Central, but you can follow this show and us collectively at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave us any text messages and our voicemails for our mailbag episode, y'all showed the hell out oh, last no. week on the mailbag episode. Yo. Appreciate you guys for that one. The number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. We out this mug. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, break, media. media.